0: and welcome back to hostels in hawaii i'm zoe Cashin, and 2022 was the best year of my life but i also like to kind of live by this life mantra if you will that each year of my life will just get better and better as i go because i will only get to know myself more i will only grow more and that will equal a better year all around you know i just it's the same as like getting closer to a friend another person the more you get to know them the more fun you have with them um and so yeah 2022 was one hell of a fucking year um and 2021 before that had been amazing in 2020 and 2019 and you get the point like as as i go as i grow as I get older, the years and years just get better, and I hope to only continue that. And, um, and you know, of course, every year is going to have its ups and downs, but I think there's so much to take from each year of our life, and it is crazy to see where I'm sitting now. Um, I'm in San Diego. I just i'm I'm in college, which is crazy. And um, I just went to my yoga class, which is a class I'm taking for credit, which is incredible, and it's the exact type of thing I want to do when coming to college is learn in all aspects of my life, not just in the classroom setting, like learn lots of different things, become more connected to my body and do stuff like yoga, you know, fuck it. Love it. I love that class. And so I went to yoga this morning and then I went to my body and society class right after that, which is an amazing class to have right after a yoga class, because not only I wake up feeling connected to my body but then I get to talk about how our bodies relate within society and I was just thinking about how cute it was I just looked around my classroom and I was like we all just come here and we just sit and we just we just come here to learn and we just all I don't know something about that is really cute like just a bunch of kids walking into class sitting down and they listen to someone who has studied a lot about the subject and you know educate themselves a lot about this topic and we just learn as much as we can from them in that time that we're in that class. I don't know, something about that is really cute to me. And so anyways, (laughs) that's a little tangent. Um, But that's where I am now. I'm in San Diego. I'm at the Turtle Pond, um, which is one of my favorite spots on campus. I got my, you know, ass in the grass, toes in the sky. What am I saying? Sun. I got sun on my back, toes in the grass. I love just laying in sunshine, touching some grass. Um, And I wanted to come and reflect on my year with you guys. And I hope this, you know, makes you kind of look back on this past year of your life. I know we're now about a month into 2023. um, And this year has already been wild in the best ways. Um, And I am really looking forward to 2023. Um, But I do think something that's important is to be looking forward to the future and being present in this moment. It's also really important to look back on our past and reminisce a little bit and see what we've learned from our experiences. And 2022 has its ups and downs. But the reason why I think it was the best year of my life is because it taught me so much, an insane amount. Um, And I feel like each month definitely taught me something different. Um, and I, I feel like I learned multiple things in each month and, you know, all these things. But I'm just going to kind of take this in segments because obviously a year is a lot to talk about. Um, and what's cool is that you can go back on the podcast and listen to me kind of learning these things as I go. You know, like if I talk about something in the month of May, you can go back to... the podcasts in may and you know listen to where my headspace was then so that's what's cool but um i'm just kind of kind of reflect back um i've written some things down in my journal just like what i was doing in the month i might take this in segments just so i can really give it some good thought and really think about um what i learned in that particular time because it you know we're about to talk about stuff that happened a year ago which is crazy and a year ago life was very very different um January 2022 I was starting my next adventure I was flying out to the island of Kauai all by myself and holy shit you guys um I was anxious as fuck and I am not usually an anxious person um I am pretty lucky that I don't usually um have to deal with a lot of different anxieties on a regular basis you know I for the most part kind of just, I don't know, I I don't overthink usually, and I know that's a huge, you know, thing for some people, is they overthink a lot of things, and they get anxious about things, and if that's you, then like, then I sympathize with you, because I really felt it in this moment of, there was so much unknown, I was flying on a plane by myself to go work at a hostel, that I didn't know anybody there, and yes, of course, I had um, worked at a hostel on the Hawaiian Islands before. So it was interesting because in some regards, I kind of, you know, knew what I was getting myself into because I had done this whole thing before. Right. But like at the same time, I didn't know any of the people that were going to be there and it was a whole new island to explore and a whole new adventure and they think my times at um, the hostel that i worked at in oahu versus the hostel, and i i worked there for most of 2021 and i learned a shit ton during 2021 as well um but 2022 and that experience in the Kauai hostel was very very different Than the first experience I had um, on Oahu and so yeah January I flew out and I was super nervous like I said I was actually shitting bricks Um, and there was multiple reasons for that I mean kind of what I just said like solo traveling is always gonna be a little bit anxiety ridden because you don't have um, a comfort person by your side Um, you don't know what you're getting yourself into but I also part of it for me was that One of my friends had flown out to the island and went and stayed at the hostel like right before I was about to work there. And he was actually supposed to overlap with me, but it didn't end up working out. The overlapping didn't happen because he got bitten by like a bunch of mosquitoes and had this allergic reaction all over his face. And so, of course, as I'm getting ready for my next big adventure, when he sends me this photo of him with all these mosquito bites all over his face and he's like, his face is red and puffy, I'm like, holy shit. If I wasn't already a little bit anxious and nervous before, it's like, now I really am. And then he went on to tell me something about a kidnapping, something about a pervert. Like, just, he had some, yeah, there was just some weird things going on. And I was like, oh, no, that is the last thing I want to hear. When I am a young 19-year-old girl about to solo travel to this island all by myself, and you're telling me that the mosquitoes got you, and that a kidnapper slash or a pervert could get me when I go there, um... But, so I was, yeah, that's another reason why I was kind of really anxious (laughs) before leaving. Um, But, you know, of course, always, you know, make sure you're safe. Make sure situations you're going into are safe. He was like, no, but it's safe. You're going to be great. The place is great. You're going to love it. Like, the people that I did meet were really cool. And I was like, okay, I got this. I can do this, you know. And I think one of the biggest lessons I learned this month was that everything in life that scares you is worth it, 100%. Because the biggest risks, you're going to be the most scared to take, and that's good. If you're a little anxious, this is, oh, we got a little helicopter going over. There's always helicopters, man. Okay, helicopter has passed. Um, so yeah, what I was saying is that I feel like if you are doing something, that's out of your comfort zone, that's big, this big adventure that you're going on, or even a little adventure, or even just a daily thing that you are doing that is making you slightly nervous or anxious, or you're overthinking it, or you think, is this going to be worth it? Should I be doing this? Why am I doing this? Remember that the things that scare you the most are the things that are the most worth doing that when i learned that when i when i really sat back and thought about that i was like holy shit! it makes you seek out the discomfort more and pushing yourself out of your comfort zone more because you're like you know what i know it's gonna be worth it and then i flew to that hostel and i and i was really really it's funny because i look back on that hostel and that whole experience as one of the best experiences of my life and it's so funny to think that i was so nervous before i went but i mean it's the unknown it makes sense so You know it it totally makes sense but i'm happy that i didn't let fear or anxiety stop me from doing something that was one of the best decisions of my life i kind of want the month of january to just be a reminder that Don't let fear or anxieties or overthinking or getting in your own head get in the way of you going out into the world and having amazing experiences, making new friends, and doing things that you don't know if you would normally do, you know? I definitely never expected this for myself, you know, that I would just be casually hopping on a plane, flying to a place I've never been before and don't know anybody, and starting a job with a group of people that I have don't know it all, but will become family very soon to me. Um, And I met some of the most amazing people at that hostel, and I'm still very close with some of them today. And it's a year later, and I still look back on all those memories so fondly. And I'm definitely a different and changed person because I, I went for that shit, you know? So a reminder, don't let being scared of something stop you from doing it. If anything, it is only just a reminder that it is going to be even more worth it it's a signal to you if you're scared it is signaling you that that is something that you should definitely do because it's gonna work out or if it doesn't you'll learn from it you know so let's move on to the next month the month of february and i just remembered february known i guess as the month of love because valentine's day and um it's funny because i am about to talk about love and what i've learned from love in this month but i just remembered that last valentine's day me and my friend charlotte who i met and worked with at the hostel and i actually met her um the second day i was there i got in um for my first day and then she showed up the next morning and her and I were as thick as thieves ever since and her and I celebrated our one year friendship a couple days ago um and and Yeah, she's amazing. I love her. So shout out her. And there's a lot of good episodes with Charlotte in them. If you scroll back um, to around this time a year ago, um, you'll find them. I would definitely recommend listening to them because she brings such good insight and she's hilarious. And I love her so much. And so because I love her so much, I went on a double date with her um, this time or last last february last valentine's day and the double date did not go well um it did not go well for charlotte (laughs) it just yeah it was an experience to say the least it was yeah if you were there you know it was a really really fun night overall but like it wasn't a match um for charlotte and um her date but that's okay that happens um however i was My date for that night was actually a boy that I did end up falling in love with on the island, which is crazy. And him and I are great friends now um, because, you know, like, it's super interesting, right? Like, falling in love and than having to go your separate ways in life. Um, and I'm really, really fortunate. And I always will be that the Island got to bring us together in this beautiful way where we worked and lived together, um, for a period of time. And it gave us this like space and time to fall in love. And, you know, we wouldn't have been allowed that space and time in another um, situation. And so I'm always, always very grateful for the connection that I had with this person. Um, there's also podcasts with him. You should go check them out as well. And, um, yeah, it's super interesting because I had, you know, I've had experiences of love in the past, and, um, this one was really, really special and unique to me because, um, this person is very special and unique, and he had lived the most interesting life, and his life was very, his life experiences were very, very different from mine, and, um, just the way that he grew up, just the way that, like, everything was going for him and the journey he was on it was crazy to get to talk to someone who had you know been through so many hard things but still chose to look at the positives and still chose kindness um and I will always admire him for that. And I will also always admire the fact that, um, you know, him and I ha- had to go our separate ways because, of course, I don't live and work there anymore. Um, and I, I knew that I wanted to go to college. I knew I wanted to be single when I entered, you know, that chapter of my life because I just think it's such a time of self-development. And I feel like at this point in my life, um, I'll develop my best self or develop, myself the best if I am single but it's really really beautiful when you meet someone who really really genuinely values you and just your relationship as human beings and chooses to stay close to you as a person even if the romantic elements are taken away and um, yeah, I'll always be super, super, super grateful for that experience. And I feel like I learned a lot from him. I learned a lot about love. I learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot about loving someone who can be very, very different from you. And it's had different experiences with um, girls in the past or um, ex- different experiences with family, different experiences in school, different experiences, you know, in America, like just so many different Things you know that I had never experienced, but I feel like talking to him broadened my life perspective, and yeah, it made me, it, it gave me perspective on a lot of things, made me grateful for a lot of things that I have in my life that I forget that not everybody has the privilege of having, and it's it's crazy that um, that I fell in love. <laughs> and um yeah it's pretty crazy stuff man falling in love is some pretty crazy stuff and it'll teach you a shit ton if you allow it if you're open to it and you're like fuck it i'm gonna put my heart out there that was also something i learned it was really really vulnerable for him to like put his heart out there and to trust me with his heart and the fact that he did was incredible and i don't know i i am also super fucking grateful for that um falling in love is a crazy fucking roller coaster and um yeah, I think it's also really dope when you can fall in love with someone. And like I said earlier, like continue the relationship past the romantic um, part, you know, where where you go on with your own separate lives and you do your own separate things, but you still care about each other and you still look out for each other. And that's one of the first things he ever told me when he met me is he, he told me, he was like, Zoe, I, I like the way you think, I like your mind and I think you're going places. And I want you to keep in touch with me no matter what, because I want to see where you go. And I remember when he said that to me, I didn't even, we didn't even know each other that well yet. We had just started to get to know one another. We would stay up late at night talking. And I feel like that's when we really, really started to get to know each other very well. And um, having someone say that to you is one of the best feelings ever. Someone. Believing in you, someone telling you that they like the way that you think, that is one of the best compliments I think you could give to a person. And so I encourage you, if, if you like the way someone thinks, tell them because I feel like we don't say it enough. And um, yeah, just someone being like, you're go—you're—you're going to do something big and I want to see it. So keep in touch with me and I'm i am ready to see it, you know. And yeah, we've stayed in touch and I'm super proud of him and the path he's going and he's huge on self growth as well and I think both of us learned a lot from each other and from the experience as a whole so yeah man February taught me about love and taught me about a lot of shit a lot of shit February was a great month and um, I think I also found a new not only did I learn about love from another person and loving another person but I definitely think I reached a new level of self-love this month which was insane um I have this oh my gosh actually I need to find it because I have this journal entry that I will always look to and I I haven't even added anything to the page even though it's a short entry but I just I don't know I don't want to mess with it I love this page so much and it reads um I just found it so I'm gonna read it um I am the most confident, content, and comfortable with myself that I've ever been in my life. Keep growing and learning, and show yourself love each day. Kiss your knees, hug yourself, dance and sing, express yourself, and express your love and gratitude that you have for this world, and express your love and gratitude that you have for yourself every day. And yeah, I just remember writing that shit down, and I was on top of the world, like I was reaching this new level of just like pure love and care for myself and gratitude for the life I've been given um and the body I've been given and you know what I'm saying like just the fact that I have legs that walk me around like little things like that when you start to like realize how grateful and we were just talking about this in my body and society class like some people don't have legs that that can walk and it's crazy that we walk every day and we take it for granted right like it's just it's so so interesting you have to look at how many things um you have in this life and try to be as grateful as you can and and um yeah I don't know it I I loved this month I definitely fell in love with the world around me and myself um and another person all at once all at once you can do it and all at once, love, I feel like, is unlimited, and once you have enough to go around, things just get better and better, you're like, oh, here, here, a little bit for myself, a little bit for you, a little bit for the, the trees, and the grass, and all this shit, you know what I'm saying, you could just spread the love everywhere, um, so yeah, I guess, I guess February was the month of fucking love, dude, and, um, yeah, it was definitely a month of gratitude as well, and my time, um, in the hostel was incredible, each day was, magical in its own way and I learned a lot about the island itself and the island was a very spiritual and magical place um I don't know I feel like I sound like a little hippie right now and I love it that's also oh my gosh that's crazy that's he would um the boy who I fell in love with called me a lot too he'd call me little hippie which is like a really cute (laughs) nickname um but yeah anyways this is hilarious I love just talking about love and being really open and honest and vulnerable on here it's like it's hilarious that anyone on Spotify or Apple podcast could be tuning in they're like oh good to know good to know it's just funny but um yeah so I guess let's move on to the next month March so March was definitely a month for the books um it was incredible I spent most of the month of March adventuring around the island, exploring Kauai in all its glory, um, definitely diving into my spirituality and meditating, doing yoga, um, meeting all of these cool guests, hostel guests. I We had a whole crew of European boys who came through and we went on all these adventures with them. Um, we had so many memorable people. We had so many cool staff come in and the staff got really, really close in the month of March. So I had been working there since all of january february and now march and i was really really starting to love this place and just feel very at peace at home um we had our little community we had our little family we had this um i don't know it was like the sweetest little time in life and i was super super grateful for it um and i love the month of march but the end is where it gets a little bit crazy so you guys may remember, um, a little podcast episode called Homeless in Hawaii. And that is still one of my favorite episodes of this podcast to date. It is simply because of the story arc. I couldn't have written it better myself. This shit, like, I, life just creates it, these crazy stories, and you just have to lean into it and go with it. And it was one of the crazier things to ever happen to me. And, I just, I love it because we didn't record that episode, um, in hindsight. Like, it's not like we knew everything that happened while we were recording it. We were recording it as we went. And so essentially what happened was the entire hostel, uh, shut down. And this was like right as, you know, the staff was like, getting we were so close at this point we were a little hostel family we had it down pat um you know me and charlotte were creating the schedule every single week and we were like scheduling ourselves with our you know our, our friends and going on adventures like life was simply perfect and then we got the news that the hostel was shutting down due to fire hazards because it was um a tree house in the middle of the jungle so you know Makes sense, understandably so, but obviously, when you're told that you and all of your friends are in this little family and community that you've created, um, not only the staff, but also all the guests as well, right, that we're all about to be homeless, but then also the staff, we're also jobless on top of that, so all of us are homeless and jobless all at once. It was definitely one of the crazier situations to be thrown into, but this situation taught me so much, and genuinely... I don't even look, there's no part of me that looks back on this and remembers any stress because my immediate reaction was we are going to turn this into something good and we can and we have the capability to and it's all about our mindset and if we all band together and help each other out and figure it out, like we, you know, we have the resources and everything we need is within us and we're going to make this a good thing, which is crazy because when you are homeless and jobless all at once with all your friends, your immediate reaction is probably to freak out and, and be like, holy shit, what the fuck am I going to do? Um, and definitely some people had a little bit of that, but I just, I think at that point, I had been going with the flow of the islands for so long, and I knew that shit like this happens all the time, and that, you know, it, you're a fool if you're not expecting some crazy wrench to be thrown into your plan, you know? And, um, and I knew it was just another challenge and lesson waiting to be learned and challenge to face and I knew that I would be able to make the most out of the situation and that's something that I've tried to take with me through most of my life is taking you know a negative situation and turning it into something positive or learning from a situation that might seem really shitty at first seeing how can we turn this shit around. Hi, I took a little break and I went and slacklined for five hours and I taught five new people today. I love teaching new people because it's just one of the cutest things ever. And a lot of it is about balance and breath and focus and meditation. And it was just such a good experience. And now I'm back podcasting back at the turtle pond. Um, and people are walking back from class. You'll probably hear some skateboards in the background, but I wanted to talk about, I want to jump right back into, um, what I was talking about, which is turning something that is bad into something good, or looking at the good in a bad situation, and I genuinely think this is some of, if the best life advice that I could give to a person, um, or like if I could tell my grandkids something, right? Like I would say, look for the good and everything because there is good in so many parts of life and it's just about what you focus on it's so much of life is your perspective oh there goes joe on the skateboard <laughs> what the fuck i think like he's going to give that water bottle back to whoever left it anyways um but yeah like i genuinely feel like so much of life there's gonna be ups downs goods bads all the time right but if you're the type of person who focuses on the good or even actively seeks out the good or take something that is hard that is tough and it's like let's spin this shit around life just becomes so much more fun so much more enjoyable and it's something that I've tried to do for most of my life but I feel like this moment in March when I was jobless homeless all the above I felt like it was really putting me to the test you know because that's the other thing is like things could be seem perfect in someone's life and um usually that's not the case sometimes they're dealing with some crazy shit right but it's like it's how they are taking that crazy shit on so yeah it was just it was some craziness um but my plan was you know I knew that I knew the islands pretty well I knew people on the other islands and I knew I wanted to go back to Oahu anyway before I left the islands. My parents were coming to Kauai, and that was my biggest last thing I wanted to do was show my parents the island, and we'll get into that in the month of April. But um yeah, I just I was I just knew I wanted to go back to Oahu, and so I reached out to some of my friends there, and one of my friends had a room to rent the exact dates we needed it, because me and my friend Charlotte also Uh, her parents were also coming to visit the same exact day which is crazy like we did not plan that it just happened that way and then our parents got to meet it was awesome anyways I'm skipping ahead that is the month of April but um but yeah so we me and Charlotte and Allie um some of my friends that I met at the Kauai hostel all got this place together in March or I guess March and April um, but the very end of March and we all went there together and it that trip in itself island hopping felt like an entirely new experience and it was amazing and it was exactly what I needed because we got to have you know a grand finale at the Kauai hostel we figured out where everyone was going yeah so funny enough I honestly think it worked out better than like the best case scenario in the end because I can't imagine leaving that place when all my friends are still there. And it just would have been so hard. I had to say so many goodbyes um, during my life in hostels. And it's really hard being the one who stays in a hostel and saying goodbye to everyone. But it's equally as hard as being the one who leaves and knowing all your friends are still there. Like it just, either way, it's just a constant ebb and flow and changing, you know? It's just, it's. It's a constant changing environment, and also knowing that if you were to ever come back, it would not be the same. like it's special in that moment, and as are most things in life, right? you know, like if you were to go back to your old high school it wouldn't be the same either. so it's just like it's kind of like it was a graduation, like I just made the high school reference, but yeah, it felt like we were all leaving together and you know, going off on our own next adventures. It was kind of perfect in some sense. And I think it would have been really, really hard to say goodbye to that place under any under any other circumstances. You know, if I had to say hard goodbyes or if we I don't know, just something about us all leaving at the same time was perfect and everyone was going on their next adventures. Some people stayed on Kauai, some people went back to Germany or, you know, Spain or wherever they were coming from. And it it was just an awesome, awesome like, grand finale, um, some people were going to Maui, some people were, you know, like, it was just awesome, and so we all figured out what everyone was doing, and me, and Ali, and Charlotte, um, all went to Oahu together, and that trip was insane, um, it was amazing in so many ways, and it kind of blends into the month of April, because we got there, probably, I think we got there at the very end of March, and then we were there during April, and we just made, the utmost of that trip. Um, We were lucky enough to all have a really cheap room together. We all shared one bed and we had it for the exact amount of time that we needed it. Me and Charlotte needed it so that we could go back and see our parents. And crazy enough, I told Allie, um, Allie was wanting to move to Hawaii. And so I told her, I was like, when we go there, I could really see you living there for a long amount of time. It's like a bunch of houses, a bunch of young people. And, um, kind of feels like a hostel, but it's not. It's just, like, normal houses and stuff. But, um, yeah, I was like, I really could see you living there, and... The sweetest thing ever she still lives there she fell in love actually with one of the boys who lives there and she's living happily ever after right now which is just crazy about a year later she's living up her little dream and um yeah i just like it was so beautiful to see because i know when the hostel initially shut down she was panicking because she was like this was my plan i just moved here i just got here like you know she would only been there for a couple months at that point so she was like what the fuck am i gonna do and so it all worked out oh hey yeah, I'm podcasting, what's up, but yeah, so, it's just sweet to see how that all worked out, like, for the best right like that wouldn't have happened if the hostel hadn't shut down and then i got to go back to oahu and that wouldn't have happened you know i don't think i would have given up my free rent and and spent a money on a flight and accommodation and food and all this stuff when i had such a good deal in Kauai, and i loved it in Kauai so much and my parents were coming there like i think i wouldn't have gotten to go back to oahu but this presented the perfect opportunity and i took advantage of it and we just made such good use of my time our time there. i can't even express i think wow i'm really flubbing up on my word we made such good use of our time there um like it really feels like we lived a whole lifetime um and we made so many new friends um you know some of them are in the podcast episodes during that time actually funny enough i made a friend while hitchhiking i think there's a podcast called making friends while hitchhiking you should go listen to it and um his name was Justin. He picked us up. Me and Allie were going to a yoga class, and we needed a ride. And so we hitchhiked, and we could tell that he'd never picked up a hitchhiker before. He was new to the island. He just, like, drove up. He looked kind of timid and scared. He was like, he was like, I've never done this before. And we were like, we're nice. We promise. like, We're not going to hurt you. And he was like, okay, where are you guys going? And we were like, a yoga class. And he was like, oh, my gosh, okay, that sounds super fun. I'll take you there. So kind of him. And then, funny enough, his sister goes to the same school as me, and she was actually... The time that I when I came in tour, she actually, after I did like the classic tour that the school gives you, she gave me like her own personal tour, like crazy how the world works like that. Like what? Like who would have thought I would have just made a friend while hitchhiking and then suddenly I'm getting a tour of my future school with his sister. Like that is crazy. Um, and it was just like one of those signs. I was like, I feel like I'm on the right path. Like I feel like you know, like I was supposed to come to Oahu and experience this. And I also think like when I was there and living on Oahu, it was. Some of the best times of my life, um, and it was also like the first time living alone, you know. Or I wasn't alone. I was <laughs> surrounded by so many people, but you know, without my parents. And I had so many ups and downs. I had so many really good things that happened to me, and really bad things that happened to me. And I think I've talked about some of, of you know, maybe I've tiptoed into it with the podcast, right? But it, a lot of it's just life, you know. It just, has, shit just happens, and. I think going back... Some of the bad things that happened to me, I wasn't fully able to process in the moment, like most of us, you know, we need to take time with it. And so going back, like allowed me to look at everything from a different perspective and heal from some things. And it just, it was my first time on my own taking on the world and the world can can be harsh. It can kick you on your ass, but it's, you know, of course it's how you get back up and being able to look at something. Okay, we have a plane flying overhead. i think that was a lifeguard plane that was crazy my biggest lesson from the month of april was trusting in the universe and trusting in myself and remembering that you know things heal with time it's just so interesting how the world works how things can be so full circle and i don't know i just feel like i had a lot of that in april um similar with how my parents came to uh Kauai after that um i think did i cover it kind of I mean, there were so many things that happened on Oahu. Like, I got to make so many friends, and I got to have so much fun, and I got to just truly live it up and kind of get to say my goodbye to the island because I knew I was going to college, and I knew that, you know, I didn't know when I would be back next, and so that was also super nice, to get to say my goodbyes and kind of get to, I don't know, I just feel like I came back a different person with a lot of growth, and... It was really healing, like, and also I was super connected to my inner child while I was there, that was also incredible, and then something I try to do all the time, whatever situation I'm in, we got skateboarding, we got them, We're, they're going down the hill, here they go, oh, and he's passing him, oh, what? Um, anyways, yeah, I felt very connected to my inner child, I felt very connected to myself. And I felt like I really trusted myself and trusted in the universe that everything was working out the way it was supposed to. And it genuinely was. When I look back, everything was supposed to work out that way. Like, genuinely, all the ups and downs, I was supposed to have them. I was supposed to learn from each ups and downs. It was crazy. Like, it's funny because I tell people the story, like, half of the story. I dip my toe into the pool of the story sometimes. And people are like, what? that sounds like a movie and i look back and i'm like that shit was the plot i couldn't have written it better myself i could have never have guessed and i feel like this trip to oahu was like summing up the plot um and then my parents came to visit me in Kauai, so i flew back to Kauai in the month of april and like i said it was again like i feel like kind of this like grand finale kind of getting to like you know trust that everything was supposed to work out this way because my dad was supposed to come visit me on Oahu when I lived there, and he ended up not being able to because of his health, and that was one of the really, really hard things that happened was, you know, I had taken my family being in good health, I think, for granted for so long, because it just, in my mind, I couldn't process there being any other reality, if that makes sense. You know, in my mind, my parents are always going to be healthy and happy and okay. And so when one of them wasn't healthy, it was really scary. And um, it was really hard also to, I like, I miss my family so much and I just wanted to see them. And I remember I had a night on the beach where I was talking to some of my friends about my family. And I was, I had been on the islands, you know, without my parents for probably 10 months or something at that point. And I looked at old photos of them and photos of us when i was a kid and i just broke down and it was i'd never reacted like that to something before it was crazy i it was a complete release that's for sure we got another skateboarder whoa it's the same guy he's like he looks like he's surfing so cool it was definitely a release i mean i i just you know Man, crying is definitely a release of emotion and energy, and sometimes you need to release that shit, and it's good to release that shit. Um, But yeah, I looked at these photos of my parents, and I had this like overwhelming feeling of just gratitude and love and just so much care for these people that like i'm lucky enough to call my mom and my dad like what i'm so lucky and i just looked at them and i just i i was looking at these photos of them and i just started crying like crying to the point where it looked like i was having a panic attack it was it was some crazy i I don't think i've ever cried like that in my life it was crazy um but it was really good like it needed to be released it was crazy and i think i just broke down because i just I don't know, It's <laughs> a kid who missed her mom and her dad and wanted to make sure that they were okay and realized, like, being away from them for so long was, like, I don't know, I don't think I gave myself enough credit for that in the moment. I think I kind of just was, like, yeah, everyone does this, but then being in college and seeing people, you know, who are away from their parents for the first time, and a lot, I'm in California, and a lot of people, will, like, just can drive home whenever they want, and it makes me realize, like, damn, you were you were out there alone for a long time just doing it. Just doing the whole life thing. So, of course, you got knocked down and had the ups and the downs. Of course, you went through it because, you know... I don't think we realize how much our parents help us until we flee the little nest. And then we're like, holy shit, they do so much for us. And that's another thing I learned... Um, throughout this entire year was just like having gratitude for my parents and showing it and if you don't tell your mom and dad that you love them enough do it right now text them call them give them a hug if you're with them and tell them that you're grateful for them because they do an insane amount for us and i don't even think i'll fully know just how much they do for me until I'm a parent myself. My mom always says this when she worries about me and I'm like, "Mom, chill out, it's fine." She's like, "You'll get it one day when you're a mom." And I'm like, "Okay, I probably will." I, wish I she's probably right because she's very wise. Um and yeah, and I bet like once I have my own kids, I'll like look at my mom and be like, "I'm so sorry. I get it now. I get why you were, you know, worried." Or- caring or whatever it was you know caring too much like it's just it's just a part of being a parent so yeah my with all that said my parents came and visited me in quiet in the month of april and so did charlotte's parents and that was awesome because i got to meet the people who raised one of my you know new favorite people in the world i was just like ah oh, i love i loved her parents rosalind and lester i love them they listen to the pod i love them so much um they were dope and they got along with my parents great and It was just, yeah, it was the perfect thing I needed to kind of say my goodbyes to the islands, I think. I had lived there for over a year at that point, and I needed one last thing on my bucket list. It's funny because I created an entire bucket list for my parents when they came and we did almost everything which is awesome but I think the only thing that was that was their bucket list that I created for them like I wanted them to experience all these things I wanted to push them out of their comfort zone I made them like climb over a fence that said you know like trespassing don't enter you know I made them scramble down a cliffside to get to a waterfall like I made them go running out in the pouring rain and swim in the ocean while it was raining like I just wanted to make them do all of the things and experience all of the things and I wanted to teach them something I think it's it's so awesome when you can teach your parents something because they teach us so much on an everyday basis and they they've taught us most of the things we know when you think about it you know and so being able to teach my parents something I think genuinely that was the only real thing I had left on my bucket list right of living on the islands I just all I wanted skateboarder guy just keeps going past he's just like vibing out but yeah all I wanted was for my parents to get to see the life I had been living for the past year and I just wanted them to experience too I wanted them to be able to be free I wanted it was so amazing that my dad you know it he, the when he was supposed to come out to Oahu that had been a while ago at that point you know and um, I had gone home and seen him over um, the holidays and everything so I had gotten to see him since then of course like I don't know if I explained that well, but just know that it was like he was healthy, he was healed, and he finally got to make it out there. And there's there's podcasts with my parents as well. I just keep referencing the podcasts, the other ones, but it, they pop into my mind. Um, and I somehow I always remember the names. I actually don't know how I remember the names of these. It's like I did not look these up before, but it's I'm almost positive it's called Paul has arrived on the islands or the Hawaiian islands. Um, and I, I, there's also a podcast with my parents called An Accidentally Perfect Day in Hawaii, and that one I would definitely recommend. I would recommend both. Um and my parents are fucking funny as shit. I think they they do a great job whenever they're on the podcast. I think they're entertaining. I think they're interesting. I think they're smart and it you know, they were troopers for doing those podcasts with me because I was like not only am I going to make you do all this crazy shit during the day and tire you out and I I told them me and Charlotte brought our parents on this hike and we told them it was going to be a pretty easy chill hike. And then it ended up being hours long and everyone slipped in the mud. Everyone ate shit at one point. Like it was just a crazy fucking adventure. And like our parents came out completely muddy and they're like, oh yeah, an easy hike. A chill like they're like what the hell was that but they loved it you know so it's like not only was I making them do this shit during the day but then at night I was like and now we're gonna talk it. now we're gonna recap it now we're gonna literally go through every single thing you've learned today everything we did like let's talk about it because I it was just such an important time to me and I really want to capture it as best as I could so go listen to those podcasts they're very important to me it was genuinely the last thing I need to do before leaving the islands was teach my parents something and have that time with them and experience it with them, and I think all me, my mom, my dad will always look back. I wish my sister had been there; that would have been awesome, but she was in school. Um, but I, I, you know, I think me and my parents will always look back on that fondly. Like even when I have my own kids, will be like, oh, "I'll remember that time." You know, it was crazy. I can't even believe that that's real life. Like I'm, I just feel blessed when I think about it. Um, so yeah, that was the month of April. That shit was crazy. But then. It gets crazier. I Was this all in the month of April? I swear I swear this was still the month of April. Maybe towards the end. It's just so much happened in that month. That month was go, 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 go. Like I was on Kauai, then I went to Oahu, then I went back to Kauai, then I went to LA, San Diego, and back to LA. And I swear that was all in the month of April somehow. Maybe, or maybe it bleeds into May a bit, I think. But anyways, we'll just keep talking about what I learned in April because I feel like there was a lot. Um, you know, there was a lot. Hug your parents, thank your parents, trust in the universe, release your inner child. Like some of the things we've talked about already, but it was just a full ass month. Maybe, maybe one of the most full months of my life ever. So strap in. So I fly to LA. Oh my God. This was the, one of the funniest things that's ever happened to my family. I my family is so funny and we like to make fun of each other. I think we're really funny at least. And my dad, frugal man, where I get it from. I'm extremely frugal and I get it from Paul Cashin most frugal man i know man will pick up a coupon off the street and try to use it paul will literally not buy himself any clothes unless completely necessary the last item of clothing i saw him purchase was from my friend sophia because she had a thrifting business and he wanted to support her which is very kind and he bought a pair of jeans from her this man only wears jeans and bike to work shirts if you don't know what bike to work is it's where you bike to work and then you get a free t-shirt for biking to work so he just wears free t-shirts and jeans and that's it. He's so frugal. Like, he's very selfless. Like, he just, he doesn't really want any material things for himself. Um, he's definitely way more likely to spend money on others. Like, my mom, like, he, he likes to treat my mom, you know. Um, but he doesn't really treat himself. Anyways, so Paul, frugal ass man. So he thinks it's a good idea. He's like, oh yes, we're flying in from Kauai to LAX. And then we're gonna, you know, drive up to uh, San Diego and the next morning, so we need a place to stay, first night in LA, this motherfucker, he thinks it's a good idea to go to the Motel 6, right, and I'm not hating on a Motel 6, it's cheap, I might have even thought the same thing, to be honest, but what he didn't take into account for is that we would be landing in LAX after midnight, 1 a.m., and he chose the Motel 6 literally right next to the LAX airport, so picture bringing your family, and I don't know, if maybe you've never been to a Motel 6, but I, I don't get sketched out easily, but the vibe is a little bit sketchy. And I, and yeah, and I, again, don't get sketched out easily, but a Motel 6 in the ungodly hours of the night, right outside the LAX airport is one of the sketchier places you can be, I think, when you're just like a family of four. And so we, we my sister, actually, she was in school, like I said, during, when well, we were in quiet, but then she flew out uh, to LA to meet my family, we all reunited as a family, in the LAX airport at like one a.m. My sister had actually walked to the airport for like two hours trying to find us because that that airport's huge, and it was crazy because it was the first time that the four of us had all been together in so long. It was so exciting because I'd been traveling, and my dad's like, "All right, come on, let's go. We're gonna get on the shuttle." We're like, "Oh, cool." I don't really know the plan to be honest. I'm just following Paul, our freaking the legend himself, Paul. I'm following Paul, and. Paul's like, come on, let's get on this Hilton shuttle. I'm like, oh, cool, I guess we're going to the Hilton. Cool, you know, that's. What, I feel like that's what most families of four would do, you know? Just a, a dad and his two daughters and his wife, they would probably go to a, a Hilton, you know? Because <laughs> it's not that expensive. It's just, like, it's funny, too. Like, I don't, know, I don't know the difference of pricing there, but I would assume it's, like, not that different. Um, but my dad is like, let's get on the Hilton shuttle. So I get on with him expecting to go to the Hilton, probably. We get on the shuttle we get off the shuttle, we go into the Hilton, we walk in, then my dad immediately turns around, he goes, come on guys, we're going to the Motel 6, I'm like, oh, we're we not staying here, he's like, no, no, it's so much cheaper at the Motel 6, I got this place at the Motel 6 tonight, I just finessed the shuttle to get us there, because the Motel 6 doesn't have a shuttle, <laughs> I'm like, what, what, Paul, and then I'm like, okay, I guess it was kind of smart, like, I guess no one's gonna be mad at us for doing that, so we walk out of the uh the Hilton, or wherever the fuck we were, I'm pretty sure it was a Hilton. We walk out, and then we start walking to the Motel Six. The shuttle driver starts yelling at us, he goes, oh, real smart move, I see what you did, I had no clue shuttle drivers were that passionate about where they dropped people off to, holy shit, that man felt like he had been robbed and wronged by our family, he felt so deceived that we were not staying at the Hilton, that we were actually, apparently, maybe this is some a common thing people do, I had no clue, and Paul is so unbothered, he does not give a fuck, he just keeps walking, I'm like, dad, that guy's yelling at you, like, this man is cussing Paul out, like, he is like, Fuck you, I can't believe you would just like do that, like real smart move, man. Like I see what you did there, like yelling. <laughs> it's like making a scene. Paul like somehow like doesn't even notice, like couldn't be less phased. I'm like, um, we have all our luggage. We're just following Paul. Paul literally leads us through an entire smoke circle. Like there are it's it's one in the morning on the streets of LA, and there is just And I just already, the streets of L.A. are just a crazy place to begin with. But there's just an entire smoke sesh happening. We walk, I don't know why, like, again, he was so unbothered. He just walks through the middle of the fucking circle. I was like, what are you doing? (laughs) Like, imagine a family of four with their luggage walking through a smoke circle. Like, right outside, like, in the L.A. streets at midnight, 1 a.m., whenever the fuck it was. Like, What? So this is already comical. The man's still yelling at us, too. He does not stop yelling at us. He is, like, honestly following us. I'm like, Dad, we need to pick up the pace because the shuttle man is angry and he's on the prowl. And, like, he's coming for our family. So he's like, oh, yeah, no, no, don't worry. The Motel 6 is right that way. He points into a dark-ass alleyway. I'm like, are you fucking serious, Dad? Are you for real? But <laughs> I, didn't, like, couldn't, like, what was I supposed to do? So I just keep, I just keep following my dad. Paul, Casher, the fucking legend, and my mom. She goes, "Your dad's a fucking idiot. What is he? Why are we walking in this dark, like alleyway? Like, like the sketch picture the sketchiest alleyway, and then a picture a sweet little family of four just with all of their personal belongings on their back. I think things are also scarier." when you have luggage on you, if that makes any sense, because you can't, you know that you can't run, and you know you have, like, valuables with you, um, of just, like, what, you know, if someone were to jump you, you would have, like, all your shit on you, and you can't just, like, run with the suitcase, so my mom takes it upon herself to start literally making the craziest noises, I don't know what, she was just, like, she was like, Zoe, don't worry, I, I'll, I'll protect us, because Paul does not he's not gonna protect us he's just so unbothered by everything that's going on and she was like i'm just gonna make really weird noises so that nobody approaches us because then they'll think we're crazy like that we're just crazy people just walking through this alleyway at night so my mom is just randomly yelling the craziest shit as we're walking through this uh alleyway (laughs) And, like, we have flashlights because we couldn't even see where we're going. It was that dark. And Sylvie's just yelling in the background. And we finally make it to the Motel 6. We make it through. I'm like, holy shit. I genuinely thought we were going to die in that alleyway. We walk into the Motel 6. Everyone's heads turn and look at us. I swear. Every single person in the lobby. And the lobby was packed for some reason. And everyone is, like, hanging out. But in, like, just the weirdest way possible. Like, everyone's kind of looking at each other. Kind of, like, checking each other out. Like, trying to see what's going on. No clue. I'd never been in a vibe like that before. I deadass thought a crime had been committed. Because as soon as we walked into, like, a police officer, like, introduced himself to us. And was like, how's your night going? And I was like, wait, <laughs> what? Like, first off, why is there a police officer? Like, multiple. A bunch of police officers in this Motel 6 lobby at 2 in the morning. Right outside the LX airport. And then we waited in the lobby. Like, there was a long-ass line to just get the key to the room. We're all obviously tired. We've had a long travel day. And we waited in the lobby for, like, 45 minutes. And the vibe was just so off the whole time. And I'm a very patient person. I don't mind waiting. But when you're waiting in a lobby and everyone's looking at you and looking around and, like, sizing each other up, I was like, so what's about to go down? Like, I was like, whatever's about to go down, I don't want to be a part of it. Like, I could not tell couldn't oh it was just something was off and like the police officers looked very on edge too which is just like not not a great sign like I was just like what is happening in here and um my dad finally gets the key we finally our little family of four we finally just get in the elevator we're exhausted the door is closed it's just finally the four of us heading to our room and my little sister just goes dad What the hell were you thinking? And we just all start cracking up. And and my dad's like, what? I didn't think it was gonna be this sketchy. Like I thought it was gonna be like, whatever, just like a cheap place. I thought it was, you know, he was like, sorry, I did not realize it was gonna be like this. And my sister was like, Dad, what the like? What did you think was gonna happen when you booked a Motel Six outside the LAX airport? And and he was like, you're right. Nope, you're right. He was like, I'll leave you in charge next time, Mia. And it was just, it was so fucking funny and one of my honestly one of my favorite memories with my family just that night in the motel 6 we were just cracking jokes the entire night about the entire experience because it was just so bizarre like one after the other and it's also like the first time like I it was such a culture shock too like I just left the island like this was my first experience back on the island is just in this whole LAX fiasco at the Motel 6. And honestly, the bed was comfortable. We had a good time. We woke up in the morning, we drove to San Diego and I saw my college for the first time, which is crazy. I'm literally in the place. I'm in the Turtle Pond where I first saw this. It was for like an out of students day. And it was like the whole event was here at the Turtle Pond. So it's actually crazy full circle that in the month of April, I came here to check it out, and now I'm here, and I'm a student here, and I remember as soon as I walked into this place, I knew this is where I was going to go, and it's, I was just like, yep, it feels right, let's do it, like, let's take on this whole college thing, I'm ready, and yeah, that was also something I learned in April, I feel like, was trusting my decisions, and like I said, just trusting myself, trusting the universe, like, I was just like, yeah, let's not, let's not think about too much, let's just do it, so, yeah, holy shit. And then my family and I had a great time in San Diego. We also just like, you know, adventured around, traveled. It was a great time. And then <laughs> I go back to LA. I stayed with my friend Hannah. She's been on the podcast. Check out all the podcasts with her. They're great as well. Um we did one recently called Saying Yes to Things or Why You Should Say Yes to Things with Hannah, and I love it. Damn, I just plug my own podcast so fucking much. It's just like it makes sense for this one cuz we're going through through the year, and there's things that relate to it as we go, so, yeah, I went and stayed with Hannah, and then we fucking went to Coachella, spontaneously, and all I have to say about that is, bad decisions make good stories, as much as I like to preach being frugal, and I love being frugal financially, sometimes the worst financial decisions create the best memories you know like I would say be frugal in your everyday life like treat yourself when you can but you know try to like buy things that are you know off-brand and cheaper like try to thrift clothes or try to like you know budget your food and all that stuff like try to do those little things um or try to like split groceries with your roommates like stuff like that like do little things like that in your everyday life that can reduce your costs um but If it's, you know, if you're trying to decide, like, do I buy the plane ticket? Do I not? Do I buy this, this, whatever this is that's going to create this experience? Like, do I buy the ticket to the festival, to the music festival? Do I buy um, the ticket to the concert? Like, stuff like that. Like, and yes, it's not always the most financially smart decisions, but sometimes it creates the best memories. And that's kind of, I think, what I, and I definitely had to fucking... Ah, uh, it was tough for me to buy that Coachella ticket and it was one of the cheapest years ever because uh, a lot of people had to were reselling from when they bought in 2019 because it had been cancelled. And it was still really hard for me to bite the bullet and buy the ticket. But I did it because I was like, I just know I'm about to have some great memories camping in the desert with my friends. And I did. And it was some of the most memorable times. And it was really awesome that we pulled it together. And we camped. And we did everything else as cheaply as we could. We bought all of our food. I did not buy a single... Guys, if you do go to Coachella, don't buy the food. It's so expensive. I didn't buy a single item of food while I was there. We went to Costco beforehand. And we stocked up on that shit. And we camped in tents and we all split campsite and we all split gas money and yes it was a hit to the bank account but are the memories gonna last fuck yes they are so the month of april was a motherfucking doozy it started off in Kauai and it ended in coachella or did did it start in oahu It started in oahu oahu Kauai, la san diego coachella crazy shit i made some crazy life decisions i decided where i was going to college <laughs> i like and there's so many things happened <laughs> in the month of april the month of april might have to take the motherfucking cake oh my god there's still so much of the year that we have to talk about holy shit holy shit now my phone is also about to die i was planning on podcasting out in the turtle pond for much longer but i think it's good if we do this in segments so that i can collect my thoughts for each one but i do want to talk about the month of may because Let's just go until my phone dies. We'll see how long I can get. But um, yeah, the month of May was such a treat, um, especially after a crazy month like April. I really needed to reset and, you know, get my shit together. And so I finally went home in the month of May and I had been gone all year and it was incredible to come home and... The month of May was very special because I kind of got to reset and collect my thoughts and be like, holy shit, you just committed to college. You're taking that on in your life, and it's going to be sooner than you even realize. And so I came home. I had to rest for a bit because I was was a little bit down and out after Godzilla. I was kind of, I think I had the entire desert in my lungs. So I came home and I got to see all my friends who were coming home from college as well. And it was just so awesome to talk to them and be like, holy shit, I'm actually doing this. And then I flew to Atlanta in the month of May. And I got to see my friend Kyle, who I met back in Kauai at the first hostel. Uh, I love the episodes with her as well. I love them so much. Um, There's Growing Up in the Philippines with Kyle. And then also we filmed the 100th episode. Um, oh, that's another thing I did when I was in L.A. I totally forgot to mention this, but I had a goal for myself um, is to get 100 podcasts before the year is up and not the not the year of 2020, but the year of my podcast. So I had started this podcast actually in May. Oh, my gosh. I, when did I start it? It was May. Ah, Now I can't remember the exact date, but I knew it obviously then. But I know it was in May. And so the month of May was also when I was in L.A., I recorded a bunch of podcasts um, because I was fresh off all of these experiences. And as I was going with these experiences, I was recording and I was I was pushing out podcasts like it was nothing. It was crazy. Definitely. I've had to slow down the pace a little bit with being in school now. Um, but this time in my life, I was just I was on a mission and I had set a goal for myself that I was going to finish um I was going to record, edit, and post 100 podcasts before the one-year anniversary of my podcast starting was up. And so when I went to Atlanta, I recorded the 100th podcast with Sophia and Kyle. Um, Sophia's been on many, many podcasts now, and so is Kyle. And they were two of the perfect people to be on the 100th episode with me. And it's one of my favorite episodes. Go listen to it as well. I'm going to keep fucking plugging my shit. I'm so sorry, but hundred podcast I guess it's called the 100th podcast 100th episode with Kyle and Sophia and we talk about some we tell some good stories on that one that one we save some real special stories for you it's a real treat and that was crazy that and I posted it on the exact day that I had started the podcast a year ago and honestly that was one of the most accomplished feelings I'd ever felt and I don't think I even fully realized, I was just so in the zone, I was like, we got to just get this done, and I was recording, and I was editing, and I was getting them out there, I was sometimes I was posting posting two podcasts a day, like, I was like, I'm going to get this goal, and it reminded me how important it is to set goals, because with this podcast, I want it to be fun, I want it to be enjoyable for myself, I want to just do it when I want to Record and when I want to post, and all this stuff, right? But also, having goals for yourself is so fucking motivating and reach for the stars. I did not think when I, there is no way that when I started this, I thought I would have a hundred podcasts in one year. That shit is crazy. If you do the math, it's like doing one podcast every three days, somewhere around there. Like, that is crazy. I would never have guessed, but I was able to get it done. And simply because I was like well if I set this goal I want to now accomplish it and so it just reminded me And one of the things I learned in the month of May was that you can accomplish your goals set them as high as you want and then do your best to accomplish it you know and if I hadn't made the 100 I would not have been upset about that I would have been like damn good job getting like 75 out or whatever you know what I'm saying like it doesn't fucking matter um as long as you're reaching for it and you're doing your best and I I bet you will do better at whatever you are trying to do if you set a higher goal because you will be reaching for that and then if you land somewhere you know within the middle of that goal fuck yeah you did the best you could so setting goals is so important and then being able to accomplish them feels pretty damn good too <laughs> and so May, that was awesome that I got to accomplish this goal, you know, with these podcasts. Um, and and now it's like I don't post as frequently as as once every three days. That would be insane for me to keep up as a college student, right? Um, but that's okay, you know. Like I you gotta take life in the flow of it, you know. You gotta it ebbs and flows. It does its thing, and you don't need to compare yourself this version of yourself now to an older version of yourself because I was in a different place and I had a different goal and now I'm focused more on you know transitioning with this podcast as I continue to grow up and learn more things about myself and I I this podcast has definitely transformed a lot since it's first started and my goal now with it is to be as raw and real and genuine as I fucking possibly can and share as much as I can about what I'm learning as I go through life with you guys. And I hope that, you know, I make some sort of impact on your mind or on your heart. And I hope you enjoy listening to these. I hope they bring you some sort of joy or happiness. And that's really my goal with them now. And so if I can accomplish that, if you're listening and you're having a good time, then I'm happy. Um, So yeah, the month of May was awesome, because I also, like I said, got to go see Kyle um, in Atlanta, which was amazing to see one of my travel friends in her element where she grew up, you know, meet her friends. I got to meet some of her really cool friends, and Sophia was there too, and so the three of us are just a fucking dynamic trio for the ages, and I love being around them, because they are some of the most uplifting, empowering women, and they are both so talented, smart, funny, like kind, like I just... You gotta find your people that just fill your soul up and just make you feel like the best version of you. And those two people, Kyle and Sophia, are some of those people for me. And you definitely will feel it and hear it if you listen to the podcast with the three of us. Um, but yeah, it was also really inspiring for me to see. Oh, I also got to see a Mecca. A Mecca is from Atlanta as well. And I had just been uh, at Coachella with him and it was really funny because you know when Coachella ended we said goodbye we we're like damn we don't we'll probably see each other when I come to school in California it'll be a little bit you know like I'll miss you and then I was like holy shit wait I'm in Atlanta like and you're from there like it, the timing was just crazy and so that was also cool like I love connecting friends I got to connect Kyle and Emeka and Sophia and oh my god I didn't even like wow I didn't even think about that Sophia and Emeka met on that trip and now they both live in LA and they're great friends now so it's just it's crazy how life works um yeah holy shit and it was just cool to a new city i actually really liked atlanta i loved piedmont park um we did some really cool shit while we were there but i think the coolest thing for me was seeing kyle graduate and that's you know the purpose of us going was to see her graduate but i didn't realize how much it would inspire me because kyle was literally fucking top three of her class her entire fucking college grade insane she's very humble she wouldn't have said this if she was here now on the podcast herself but i'm a fucking brag for her because that shit is inc- is crazy she was top three of her class. And, and, you know, graduating, you're not even top three, just graduating in general is a big accomplishment. And I think we don't even really look at it like that all the time. We kind of just assume if you're going to college, you're going to graduate. But if you are in college right now, if you graduated college, give yourself a motherfucking pat on the back, give yourself a hug, because that shit is hard. Um, and not everyone does it, you know? And so just seeing her graduate and realizing that I was about to start my college experience and journey and everything and just a reminder that I can graduate because there was a while in high school where I was like well if I were to get into college I wouldn't even be able to graduate like I had so much negative self-talk towards myself when it came to my abilities in school and being able to see a friend do something that is a goal of mine you know like we said setting goals is a really good thing to do and that's a big goal to graduate college, and it was cool because I had just committed and I was like, shit, yeah, watching her walk across that stage to get her diploma, it makes me envision when I'm going to do it four years later and I can do it and I will do it. And yeah, it was it was really cool. Definitely learned a lot that month and definitely had a lot of quality time with great people who I love. And there was a lot of adventures as well. And oh my gosh, the month of May was such a treat. Also, a little tidbit um, from the month of May, like, a little moment that stands out for me from the month of May um, is when I first reunited with one of my very favorite people in the entire world, Miss Daisy Simmons. She's been on the podcast many countless times and she's always a pleasure to have on and she's just such a light in this world and I love her so much she's one of my very best friends and I view her as a sister and her and I reuniting was so special and I remember her and I are both very frugal as well like we never go out and spend money um it's just like we both really really try our best to be frugal and then use our money for experiences but um and so knowing that um we had gone out to go develop some film photos that I had. So we went to the film store, and then after we went to the film store, Daisy just looked at me and she was like, can I treat you to some tea? And I was like, yes and it was just so funny because I've never seen her willingly spend money before but she was so excited to treat me and she was like she was like we're both back like we're both you know reuniting for the first time She was like I want to treat you and you know the tea was probably like five dollars you know it was nothing it was something crazy but the gesture in itself the fact that she did something that she doesn't usually do and she went out of her way to spend money on me just because she simply wanted to sit and drink tea and talk and catch up and just like she was like we're here let's let's take advantage of this moment and little stuff like that I love those little moments with friends where you see them do something that's like out of character not not their usual you know daily activity but they do it because they love you and they care about you and they want to show that they love and care about you and I don't know that moment to me was very very special yes I think the month of May was special in that way as well because I got to focus so much on just appreciating little things um, especially coming off a month such as April where it was a lot of big exciting things happening it was super nice to slow life down a bit and really get to appreciate the little moments because um, they're just equally as important so that was definitely something i learned in may and then that brings us into june and june i guess was officially the start of summer but i feel like i had felt like i was on summer for months and months already i feel like this whole year felt like summer until um until august which is crazy anyways we'll get to that no spoilers no spoilers for what happens for the rest of the year but June was so much fun, and I started lifeguarding again, and maybe did I start in May? I might have started in May, but I definitely lifeguarded a lot more in June than May, so we'll talk about it in this month, Um, but... Lifeguarding is a job that I, is really, really special to me because I did it, um, I first did it when I was 15 and I did it at my neighborhood pool where I grew up and I did swim team and I did dive team and all my neighborhood friends did it as well and it was kind of like, you know, our growing up, like every summer we went to the pool and we had you know, this whole community around us and, like, these pasta dinners and these cookouts and these meats and, like, these fun days and we would, like, all play sharks and minnows and all, like, jump on the diving board and, you know, bounce each other off. Like, it's just, when I think of my childhood, a big, large part of that was at this pool that I lifeguarded at. And then it was cool to, like, as I grew up, when I was 15, I first started working there. And I worked there when I was 15, 16, 17. And then, of course, when I was 18, I uh, was in Hawaii that entire summer. So I never stepped foot back in that pool. And I think this month really taught me how important community is because of course, um, you know, I had been gone for over a year, but I came back because I knew I wanted to do this job one more time before I fully said goodbye to it. And I knew it would be my last summer, but I knew, you know, this place was really important to me and I was supposed to work there the summer before when I had lived in Hawaii and I and I had I had you know flaked I guess you know like I, I was fully on the roster to work that summer and all my friends were working and everyone was expecting me I was in the group chat like I was ready to rumble and then I just said yeah I'm actually not coming home I'm living in Hawaii so I felt like I needed to come back and have one last summer there um because it is a really special place to me and I was don't think I was expecting say. I don't know why, but I, it was crazy to me that I came back and all of these families, all of these parents, all these people, all these little kids I've known. And, you know, some of the parents have just watched me grow up and and I've watched some of the younger kids grow up and the older kids above me have watched me grow up. It's just crazy. Like it's such a community, right? And I, I bet you can relate, you know, this um to something in your life as well right but something was so special about coming back working at the front desk at the pool lifeguarding doing all that stuff and people coming in and people being like zoe how are you how has your last like year and a half been tell us about your adventures tell us about your travels we're so excited for you we're so excited that you're going to college and all this stuff and you know we're excited for you for san diego and it was incredible to me how many people cared and knew things about my life I just didn't I don't know why I didn't expect that and it just warmed my heart so much and I think the month of June just reminded me how important it is to have community in your life and to show up for those communities and I think it was really really important and special for me that I came back one last summer and I also just looked at the job very differently than I did when I was 15 I think when I was 15 I was just I always need to be entertained I always need to be talking to someone and when I'd be up in the chair when I was 15 I would see my friends playing in the pool and talking and hanging out I'd see people lounging whatever and I was like oh I just want to be a part of that I just want to be talking to my friends right now like I it was Because when you're up in the lifeguard chair, you're not allowed to talk to anybody. And that was really hard for me to do at 15, 16, 17. I, you know, was just a little chatterbox, as I like to call myself. I think back then I would be like, yep, this job is hard for me because I'm a chatterbox. I swear that's why I said these birds are so freaking pretty. Um, but yeah, it was just funny because then I approached this job um at 19 so differently where like when my friends would come visit me at the pool of course i would love to be hanging out with them and chatting with them but i would look at them all hanging out in the pool and i would just be like wow like i'm just so happy they're having that moment and it was funny i just had less of a need to like i i was just more happy to see my friends having fun and i think i just leaned into the whole people watching aspect of it of just sitting up on the chair alone with my thoughts and it was just so much more peaceful and i think a lot of that has to attest with like the work that i've done with myself and like just being okay sitting with my thoughts and sitting with myself and being content with that and i don't know it just brought me a lot of joy to see others just enjoying and having fun at the pool and I was just content with the fact that I was working and couldn't hop in on the fun just yet but that like you know I was just like wow I'm so lucky to have this job where I get to see so many people like have get brought this joy I don't know it was really interesting it was just such a mindset shift and it's interesting to come back to something as a different person as like older and more grown into yourself and just see how it is different for you because yes it's the same job but it was a very different experience so speaking on that kind of coming back into a situation that you've been in before as a younger version of yourself and coming back in as an older version of yourself and seeing how you experience it differently and kind of able to see how much you've changed when you put yourself back into um, like this older familiar environment i went back to old Dime shores which is the beach that i would go to in the summers with my boyfriend in high school and him and i have now since you know rekindled our friendship and which is really cool because we didn't talk for a year and there's also a podcast with him it's called podcast with my ex-boyfriend it's really funny um a lot of you nosy bitches a lot of you listen to that one (laughs) i was like oh i see what the people want to hear um but that one's just like fun and um i'm really happy that him and i both were able to you know get to date for as long as we did because it was really really it was a very special first relationship it was my first love and I'll always be grateful that I had such a good experience um in my first serious relationship but I also think it was really really good for both of us to you know take the time apart that we did go live our separate lives learn about ourselves because we learned a lot as a couple together we grew Um, a lot in high school together but I just think we both you know I mean he was going to college I was going on my gap year and we both need to learn as single individuals and I think there's a lot of important learning to be done in that stage and I'm really happy that we both were able to take that time and do that And it's crazy that we were best friends and dating for over two years and then took an entire year of not speaking to each other which I think is also kind of good to do sometimes when you break up with someone especially if you want to have a friendship with them in the future because it's crazy because we just came back um as friends a year later and obviously like you know we had to kind of like ease back into it at first like of course it wasn't just like easy right off the bat but now he's just like one of my closest friends again and um, we both just support each other in our own lives and you know when someone's that like a big part of your family the way that he was in mine. It was just like, he came back right back for family dinners and it was just so wholesome. And I don't know, I urge you if there's someone like that in your life to reach out to them. And you know, there's no reason that you can't continue connection with someone um, and further it and further like this friendship if you were more than friends at some point, you know, um, obviously within reason, like do what's best for you. Don't do it if it's not going to be good for you. But if it's just like one of those things where, you know, you had to grow, uh, grow on your own and do your own thing, but you can come back together and support each other in that growth. Like do it. Like, why not? Like if someone was important to you, reach out to them. So him and I rekindled our friendship and, um, I went back to the beach with him this summer. It was kind of a it was just a very spontaneous decision, honestly. Um there was not a lot of thought put into it. But the main thought was that honestly was that one of his friends at the beach, because you know I had gone there like three years in a row when I'd been dating him. So I got to know all of his friends at the beach and they listened to the podcast and one of them really wanted to be on. And I was like, fuck it, if I go, I get to, you know, film this podcast with Matthew Reynolds. Go listen to that episode. That was a lot of fun to film. And also I was just like, it'll be a fun little adventure. And I figured why not, (laughs) you know, why not, why not go on vacation with your ex? Sounds questionable. It ended up being a lot of fun. Um, I definitely had a moment where I was like, why am I doing this? (laughs) And it ended up being great. So, you know, sometimes you just gotta, you gotta just do stupid shit and hope it works out for the best. Um, but I had a lot of fun. I got to see all of his beach friends again. And it was really interesting to put myself back in this old environment and, just realized i it didn't hit me like i i didn't think about it before i went but then once i got there i realized that that is where i made my decision to take my gap year and i was like holy shit, holy shit! like and then i obviously took a second one so i was like here i am two years later like the last time i was here i decided to take the gap year and i had no clue where that was going to take me and I was like I'm coming back to this spot a completely different person two years later like I mean you know I'm the same old Zoe but like a very changed um more confident more mature version of myself who knows herself better and it was really really interesting to see my growth and I think something about taking like going back to a place where you like so like remember how what you were like in that moment, if that makes sense, and then coming back as this different person, you're like able to visually see your growth a lot better. But yeah, it was just funny because what was supposed to just be this spontaneous, stupid little trip to the beach ended up being kind of awesome in the sense that I saw how much I had grown. And so it's really cool to be able to see your own visual growth. And if you have a chance to see that, like take it, do it. And it's cool, you'll surprise yourself. You'll be like, wow, holy shit because sometimes we're always with ourselves so sometimes we forget just how much we're growing just how much we're changing but we always we constantly are in different ways in different aspects and you're a different person from who you were two years ago and that's a good thing um and it's just really cool when you're able to like really clearly see it and I don't think I always clearly see it within myself and so yeah it was just a really cool moment of growth I was like oh holy shit I'm back and look at me go And look at all the things I've done and I just wouldn't have never guessed like You know, that version of myself who decided to take the gap year um, in the middle of a pandemic and also, like, of course, me and my boyfriend, who I'm now friends with, like, we were breaking up at the time because we knew our lives were about to go in separate ways and I was deciding where my life path was going to go. I didn't know if I was going to go to college. I didn't know if I was going to take the gap year. But the fact that I made that crazy decision during like all oh, just in the midst of the chaos and then I feel like I really made the right decision and it was just cool to look back on that. And also that's also just something in general that I've learned like with connecting with people and, and dating people and, you know, relationships and all that stuff. Like don't be afraid to get into it because you think it's going to end. Sometimes it ending ends up being a really beautiful moment of growth for you and you learn a lot about yourself so never being scared to like let yourself like someone or love someone or go for something because you're like well it's going to end one day because in reality most relationships are going to end and you're lucky um for the time you have with that person and I don't know it's just for me like in my mind like no part of my first relationship was a failure at all because it ended. Like I think honestly it was more successful because we ended it when we did because we knew it was time for us to go on our separate journeys. And, you know, that person then can come back into your life and you can still be in each other's lives and be important to each other. And it's just dope. I don't know. it's It was one of like the biggest blessings that I was able to kind of figure that out through trial and error for sure because, you know, at first it was really hard. Breakups are tough, of course um but yeah once you once you get out of the other side you're able to look back and realize how beautiful it is so that's just like another little lesson um and yeah and then the month of july holy shit the month of month of july was so much fucking fun um two of my travel friends came and visited me in my in my childhood home which was dope my friend avalon um she's in a bunch of podcasts she's in some of the first ones she's also in the 50th one um and then also my friend jack he's also in a bunch he's in the traveling podcast Jack jackman that one's a bunch of fun um he's a 10 but that one's a really fun one and like he's in some coachella ones as well like there's just go listen to podcasts with them because they're both really cool interesting individuals and they both came and visited me um, at home and it's just so cool to have your travel friends come see where you grew up, meet your family, like you know, kind of how what i got to experience with kyle seeing like why the way she is that she is meeting her family seeing where she grew up like you just feel like you know a different side to them and so it was really awesome to have um my some of my travel friends come to my home and I, i've had other uh hawaii friends come come and stay like hannah and lawrence and like it's just really cool that those people have all signed my little window in my um in my what's it called in my room i like i have in my room i have everyone i forget the name of my room my room um but i just have a window where i draw everything all over it uh, with markers on the window it's like we paint the windows it's so much fucking fun i would also encourage that just fucking paint your house paint your windows color on shit leave your mark on it um i'm lucky that you know we own the house so i'm allowed to i'm allowed to do that obviously if you're renting well you can you could erase it If you're renting or something, I don't know, but I paint all over my windows and I have anyone who comes stays or visits do so. So it was just really cool to, um, have my travel friends visit me and yeah july was so much fun i also ended up having a little uh a little summer fling <laughs> in the month of july and yeah that was i learned a lot from that experience as well kind of what i was just talking about like not being afraid to like put yourself out there and go for something and not being afraid to like because it's gonna end like relationship wise like you have to just go for it you have to just Try to as much as you can. I know relationships and and feelings and all that shit can be really scary. But putting yourself out there is so worth it. It always is. Even though sometimes you go into something knowing that it's not going to be permanent. And that it's just going to be, it's just going to live in this moment right now. It's always worth it. I don't know. It was very interesting because going into the summer fling, like, um, I knew I was about to go to college. I knew that I wasn't in a place to be in a long-term relationship because I knew when I entered college, I was going to have to be as present as I possibly could there. And I just knew it wasn't the right time to start something, even if that person was really special to me. Um, and so, I, you know, him and I just enjoyed it the best that we possibly could. And it was just so much fun. And I ended up flying to Cape Cod. Um, and having a little summer fling and that's another thing is to book the flight book the flight do it because you will just have so much fun. I made so many friends by doing this like I just I feel like just booking the flight doing it saying yes like not being afraid of like well what's gonna happen after is this gonna like just do it just experience just like put yourself out there just go for the go for the things and you know I, I don't know it was just like not even a question in my mind. I was like of course course i'm gonna like go and have this adventure and even though i know that this um you know this moment i'm sharing with this person is is not gonna be able to last past the summer i'm gonna enjoy it as much as i can right now and i have no regrets i had so much fun so book the motherfucking flight so on the topic of booking the motherfucking flight Not only do I think you should book the flight, but I also think that you should convince your friends to book the flight, and that is what I did in the month of August. I went to Michigan (laughs) with Sophia and Kyle for Gabe's birthday, and holy shit, I have never been so happy that I booked a flight more in my life, because I feel like that trip was we just made it the most fun experience possible. All of our energies together are so much fucking fun. And that's another thing that I was, you know, reflecting on and looking back on from this year is, like, all the people in my life that I've met that have made me feel most myself. And Sophia, Gabe, and Kyle are some of those people. And also the people I met, like, while I was traveling through Michigan, like, some of them were amazing. And that you know, whole experience out there, like, we just made every single moment fun, like, whether it was waking up in the morning and, like, making pancakes, whether it was, like, running through sand dudes, whether it was just a car ride, like, it didn't matter what we, where we were, what we were doing, eating pizza, like, Surprising Kyle for her birthday, Um, having Gabe's whole birthday party. Like there was so many. There was also multiple birthdays during this trip. It was really fucking fun, and I'm editing um, videos from it right now. And so I think that's also part of why like I'm reflecting back on it, and I'm like, holy shit! Like, I just see how happy I was and how so myself I was in this footage that I'm editing, and it just reminds me like. To surround yourself with people who match your energy, who make you feel good about yourself, who make you want to laugh and dance and sing and make jokes. And, like, that's all these people make me want to do and enjoy every moment. And, like, it truly doesn't matter what we were doing. We were doing some really fun shit. But I think finding people in your life who it really does not matter at all where you are, what you're doing, as long as you're with them, you're going to have a good time and you're going to feel like one of the best versions of yourself just naturally um that's just something i was like holy shit i'm lucky to have found that and surround yourself with people like that because the people who you surround yourself with really do it's so important it's way more important than we realize because it does just affect your perspectives on things and and of course if you you know are in a place for yourself where you're like oh i know who i am and i know you know what mindset i want to have what outlook i want to have on life like keep that and you know if you do have negative You know perspectives and outlooks kind of like caving in on you like just stay with your positive mindset your positive attitude stay true to yourself and you know even if you have to do it alone and then the people who have similar mindsets attitudes on life and like perspectives will come into your life i feel so strongly about that and so i just feel very blessed and fortunate to have the friendships that I do um and people who love and support me and just I don't know looking back on that footage I'm like holy fucking shit we are it just cracks me up I'm like I love those people so book the motherfucking flight again that's that's the second lesson learned of this summer um have the summer fling, book the flight, do the things, enjoy time with your friends, like, fuck it, just do it, and then also convince your friends to book flights, I bought my flight first out of Sophia and Kyle, and I sent them my flight, and I said, let's all go, like, fuck it, let's do it, I remember I called Sophia, um, and I was like, dude, Gabe only turns 21 once, we have to do this, and, like, that's what convinced her, she was like, you know what, you're fucking right, he only turns 21 once, I have, I have to come, she was like screw it like who gives a fuck I'm coming and yeah same with Kyle she was like I gotta go I'm I'm coming so you know sometimes you just need to be that person or have someone else be that person who just gets the ball rolling with this shit and I honestly think that person for us was Gabe because he was like I just want us all to be together on our birthday and then I just gave a little extra um push by like starting to make it happen I just said okay I'm buying my flight now let's do it let's go um, I don't know, I remember, it's funny, because I think I bought my flight for Michigan and Cape Cod on the same day, actually, because, you know, like, Gabe's birthday was obviously a little bit more planned out, because it's, like, his date of birth, so he knew when that was, he knew when he wanted us to come, um, the Cape Cod thing was definitely a lot more spontaneous, kind of on the fly, but once I knew I was booking, I just knew I, I had gotten those two offers to go out to Michigan go out to Cape Cod, and I was like, fuck it, I need to book both these flights today, and I just remember... I sat down, found the best flights, bought them both in the same day, texted the group chats of like both the trips and I was like, guys, we're we're doing it. And it was just such a good day, such a good moment. And dude, it's just a reminder. It's a reminder to book the motherfucking flights and also convince your friends. Be be a bad but yet a good influence on your friends and tell them to come do the fun shit with you. And it doesn't have to be booking a flight too. It can be something that doesn't cost any money, but just be that person that gets the ball rolling and just do it fuck it you i i preach that so much on this podcast i'm like just fucking do it guys come on let's do life together um but yeah fuck august crazy fucking month um my friend flew across the country to then surprise me which was insane and that is another reason I was like damn I have some really good friends in my life some good people my family helped him surprise me which was so fun and that just ended up being the most fun week as well um I just love spending quality time with my friends and my family and it was just really precious time that I'll always look back on very fondly because it was right before I left for college and my life was about to change and so I think just having that moment of I don't know just like gratefulness and just being really simple just spending time with you know one of my travel friends and my family and like they got to know each other and them all coming together to surprise me with this and me just getting to like spend the week with them and like you know all make family dinners oh we had a going away party too for me and my sister and my friend helped out it was so much fun and and all my friends came and I was just like holy shit like you know Actually, a lot of my friends were traveling, I think. It was, like, the very bookend of the summer. Um, but, like, you know, people from all points of my life came together. And it was definitely, you know, the moment of, like, holy shit, this is real. Because I really didn't think much about college before I went. I knew in the back of my mind I was going. But I did not process that shit at all. I was just like, nope, I'm going to be present. I'm going to be here. I just want to enjoy this moment before it ends. And so having those precious little moments right before school really important to me and they always will be and um then I fucking moved across the country to go to school (laughs) and I barely I think I packed the night before I think I was packing seconds up and before before I left and I barely like I just packed my clothes and I was like all right let's rumble and um yeah I fucking moved to college and I was really overwhelmed when I first got here actually like almost everything that could have went wrong went wrong I lost my luggage um the airline lost my luggage I didn't have you know the only I didn't pack much but whatever I did pack I didn't have with me um our car broke down twice Like, like didn't make it on time for moving day like it was just kind of a hectic stressful situation first arriving but it's crazy to look back in hindsight because you know things are gonna start off tough in the beginning sometimes with a huge new experience like of course you're gonna look back at the beginning and be like oh my gosh I was such a fool like I cannot believe that was the situation or I don't know I was I think I was experiencing a lot of anxiety too which I think a lot of people do when you're starting something new and and like I talked about with the whole big kawaii move as well like I was experiencing a lot of anxiety before that as well but like I said then like The things that are the scariest are the most worth it. And as I sit here in college now and I kind of look back on everything that's happened and I'll get into that in a second. Kind of, you know, the rest of 2020 is my first semester of college. So we're going to talk about that and what I've learned so far. But I can't imagine having not made this move and having not taken the leap of faith, flying across the country to take on college, dude, like who would ever thought I was going to do that shit? Not me. You know, so it's awesome. Um, I'm lucky and I'm happy that I did it. And it makes all that stress and anxiety worth it. You know, like I said, anything that's scary in life is worth it. So this takes us to the lovely month of September which is also my birthday month and I've always loved the month of September but this month of September was especially special because it was my first full month of college which is crazy and I feel like I learned a shit ton during this month. Um, definitely was thrown a bunch of obstacles a bunch of bunch of loops and things and i don't know it was challenging in a good way and that's why i wanted to come to college was to challenge myself um but the month of september was a really good month overall but it started off kind of hard um because you know only a couple weeks into college first full month of college and my dog mooch um who He was my childhood dog. I had him for 10 years. He passed away like right at the beginning of September. And so that was really, really hard because, you know, I was in a very new environment. I didn't know who to go to. I wasn't with my family. I didn't feel like I really got the proper goodbye that I deserved with my dog of 10 years. And it's just always (laughs) hard losing someone. But it's extra hard when you have to go through it alone. And it kind of felt like I had to go through this alone just because I was in such a new environment with new people. And um, yeah, sometimes in life you're going to go through tough things. And of course, if you have people around you that can support you through it, please lean on them. But sometimes you're going to be put in weird situations where you go through tough things and you happen to be in a very new situation with a bunch of new people. And everyone was just getting to know each other. So it was kind of hard to be going through that Um so freshly into the experience but I think I did take away some valuable lessons from it um, which were really just being a comfort to myself and learning how to do so and how do you find comfort in the unknown right like everything around me was different, changing and it was just It was a challenge, but I made it through. And, you know, of course I still miss Mooch, but, um, every single time I see a golden retriever now, I feel like it's him coming back to me in some way. And, and it was really sweet. I met a really sweet golden the other day and the owner, um, saw me petting her and she was like, wow, I've never seen, um, her be so like, like friendly with someone well she's a pretty friendly dog but apparently she doesn't walk with people very well like others like if they take her leash and try to walk with her she doesn't go with her but the owner had me try and she walked with me and the owner was like oh my gosh I've never seen that before that's crazy and she was like I wonder why that is and I was like I had a golden for 10 years um but he passed away recently um and she was like holy shit that's what it is like my dog can sense that or like your dog is saying hello to you you know so it's sweet there's there's things like that where I get to, um, you know, show much love again and just be with him still. And Holy fuck, I forgot to mention, I also turned 20 in the month of September, and that was crazy too because, you know, it. I feel like it was a lot at once actually, now that I look back, like, I moved out of the house. Um, I mean, I had done that before, you know, I haven't lived in my home with my parents for a little while now, but... You know, it was, like, another move, and it, it, this one kind of felt more permanent in a way. Um, but, yeah, I moved into college, and then my childhood dog died, and I turned 20. And all of that together was just... It was a lot. Like, it felt like childhood was over in a way. I don't know. It was a lot to, like, kind of grapple with, but it was it was also good. Like, it was growing up. It was It was... I had a great childhood, and I'm never going to not be a kid. I'm always gonna be a kid at heart so i don't know it was just like an interesting like a lot of things coming together at once and me being like holy fuck like i'm i'm out in the world doing my thing now but it feels right like i wouldn't want it any other way like i i'm ready to take on the world i feel like i've felt 20 for a while honestly maybe just because i was surrounded by so many 20 year olds most of my friends were already 20 um and so it felt right um but yeah it was great Me turning 20 was a lot of fun. I felt good, I felt ready. I was like, let's do this shit, and it was a great day. I went on an adventure, Went had a picnic on the beach with my friends, and it was also interesting, you know, to spend it, spend my birthday without my family. But I also had done that when I was 19 as well. I had my little golden birthday in Hawaii. So I feel like, you know, it's just growing up. It's just weird to reflect on it, I guess. But I really like the age 20 so far. I'm really vibing with it. It feels right for me, even though I am in college. And originally, I would have gone to college when I was 17 if I hadn't taken the gap years. But I don't know. Me entering college at 20 feels right. Or I guess I entered at 19. But being 20 now and being a freshman in college, it doesn't, I don't know, it feels right. I don't know. I wouldn't want to be experiencing this as any other version of myself, Um, and I feel like I went to college when I was ready, and that was when I was 20, so fuck it, I love it, and I feel like I get to experience things um just in I don't know the way I'm experiencing college right now I love it I love this version of myself that's experiencing this because I feel like I'm just a lot more aware of things that I should be grateful for things that I should be enjoying and things that I should just be taking an extra second of appreciation for than I would have if I had gone in when I was 17 I think I would have been thinking about and prioritizing a lot of different things so it was cool it was cool to turn 20 um in that month and then the month of October oh my gosh Halloween. It's October is a great month. Halloween was really fucking fun. I had my first Halloween of college, and it was super fun. We all like me and all my friends went out all weekend. Um, I had so many last minute costumes because I'm an idiot. Um, next year I should really, I really want to, I want to do better for myself with the costumes and actually like plan them out. But yeah, what a good month. I feel like I did a lot of fun shit in October. I convinced my roommates to go on a road trip with me, which is super fun and a great bonding experience for us. I got to see some of my friends actually that go to college in other parts of California. I convinced like a bunch of my friends to go to the Omar Apollo concert, which was really fucking fun. I road tripped and went to the Charlie Bird concert. Those two artists are some of my favorite artists in the world at this time in my life. So that was a fucking blast. I feel like I just took October by the motherfucking and I did some spontaneous shit. I got to do more spontaneous shit than I did in the month of September because I was still kinda getting the feel for college and all that jazz. But then October hit and I was like, Okay, like it's time to stop messing around, like it's time for some for some spontaneous shenanigans again. Yeah, I just think I feel most myself when I do shit like that. Also, I keep remembering things, but the month of October is when I started slacklining and I feel like this taught me how to put myself out there in little ways because I was meditating on a hill, I looked over, I saw a bunch of people trying this cool thing, balancing on these little slackline ropes in between two trees, and I was like, fuck, I need to try that, I need to try something new, let's do it, felt compelled to walk over there and ask them, like, all right, how do I do this? Show me, let's do it. And I learned something new, you know, by putting myself out there in a little way. And now I love it. Now it's like a way of meditation for me. I honestly, like, they're always up on my campus. And there's always, like, a little, you know, the regulars, the usuals are always there. There's always, like, a little community of people um, slacklining. And I love teaching new people now. So, like, now months later, I can, like, walk back and forth on the line. In the month of uh, November, I actually did that for the first time. And... um I was just looking through my camera roll remembering things that happened in the month of November. And there's a picture of me signing the line because I walked there and back. Um, and it's just interesting because it's like I was such a little novice when I first started. Had no clue, never tried it before, put myself out in a little way. And then now I teach a bunch of people. And, you know, it's just a little way to get yourself out of your comfort zone. And I try to bring all my friends to it and also random people. I can tell when people want to try. And I'm like, here, I'll teach you. Come on. So, yeah, the month of November... I uh, went there and back for the first time which was super exciting and a lot of other fun shit happened in November. Um, I went to more and more concerts. I went to a lot of concerts in November. Um, me and my friends hit LA for the weekend. Um, I went and saw film fests. I went and saw DJ Beach Ball. I went to raves on the... at Venice Beach, um, DJ Raves, like just so many things. I went into a hot tub naked on a roof. Like I just did a bunch of shit that was really fucking fun. And I went to Joshua Tree. I learned how to survive the night in Joshua Tree with only a blanket and one tent and just mason inside by my side. That was fucking hilarious. Um, I saw my friends perform in a concert, um, like the night after Joshua Tree, like there was just so many. Okay, we got a a huge bus coming through right now. Yeah, the month of November was really fun. I feel like I, was finding a really good balance of doing things that were very true to myself um, and going on adventures with my friends and doing crazy shit on the weekends or even during the school days, um, but also like finding responsibility within that balance, like making sure like I had enough alone time and me time and downtime and rest, you know, because rest is just as productive as doing your homework or as going and doing something crazy with your friends. So I feel like I started to find a really good balance in the month of November. Definitely was like, okay, I kind of, you know, I'm getting. This this college thing down and figuring out how to have the best possible time for myself and um i loved it i loved all the crazy shit i got into november and i also went and had a really really amazing thanksgiving with uh oh, not another bus why are there so many buses here oh it's actually a golf cart i also feel like this is when i um not only found the balance for myself and kind of learned how to prioritize things but also like kind of like find this new identity as well because I realized when I got to college I was like wow my life is changing a lot from how my life was when I was on a gap year and I could really simply do anything I wanted at any time and you know I was like oh I, I have to adapt and so there was a lot of adapting involved and so I think like getting into the groove and swing of things in November and finding my footing and and kind of finding how I can still do like things like things that really make me feel like zoe i feel like there was times where i felt very disconnected to myself because i was like i don't know if this is me i don't know if i can do this whole like routine and schedule thing and all that you know like i was like i i like being a free little bird and doing what i want but you know you also can't do whatever you want all the time in life you know like i really appreciated that i had like things i had to do like i had homework like i loved oh my gosh like when i went to joshua tree very last minute My friend texted me, he was like, you you know, we're coming in 20 minutes to pick you up. I was like, holy fuck, like... I need to get this assignment done. And I finished this assignment. I was like just ripping the keyboard with my fucking fingers. Just like getting this whatever assignment I was getting done. I don't even remember what it was. But I just remember I had to get it done. And I finished it like within 15 minutes. And then I had five minutes to get ready. And I grabbed the blanket. And I grabbed whatever the fuck. Like a cereal box. And I was like perfect. I'm ready for Josh retreat. Obviously so underprepared. But you know that's how we like to roll over here. So but it was just like something about that was so fun for me. And I really appreciated the fact that like I had some response thing that i had to get done before i could go have my fun like i just was like holy shit i love that because usually i would just be like oh yep ready to go you know maybe i'd be a little bit more prepared but it was cool i don't know i really liked finding this new balance in my life of like oh you have to be responsible but you can also be zoe and do all the fun crazy shit that you like to do and yeah oh i also shot and um i just remember this i shot and wrote my first film for um, one of my film classes which was super exciting and I wrote it based off one of my friends and I called her and interviewed her about like this experience she had had and that was really cool because I got to lean into storytelling what I love doing most that's why I have this podcast and it was cool to like dedicate kind of a script to another person I really care about so that was fucking fun I saw a lot of film fests I saw some in LA I saw some at my own college and it got me really inspired and excited about getting more into the film program here and getting the ball rolling with all that i also edited you know some new videos some new podcasts for you guys and um yeah i just was feeling very creative um, and feeling like myself, and it's cool to see that, like, I'm enjoying college, because I didn't know, you know, we didn't know, we didn't know how that shit was gonna go, and then I got a little break, I definitely also was ready for a motherfucking break, Thanksgiving break was incredible, and I didn't go home, because I do live on the other side of the country, and I also, if I'm being completely transparent, I was a little bit scared to go, home and not have my dog be there um of course I was really excited to see my family but I knew I was gonna get to see them um at winter break like pretty soon enough and I don't know I think I just needed a little bit more time to like try to process that he had died so I felt like going home I just didn't know if I was ready for it if I'm being completely honest and open on this podcast like I I want to be I feel like this has been a very raw real podcast and I hope you guys you know, enjoy, um, the vulnerability that I have on here because I feel like if I'm vulnerable and talk about the shit that's on my mind and like, just put my heart out there that you'll feel more, you know, you'll be like, yeah, fuck. Yeah. I can do that too. Cause being vulnerable is so fucking freeing. I love that shit. I love talking about everything. That's just, I love being an open book. It's just so much better for me at least. Um, but yeah, anyways, yeah. So that, so honestly, I was not ready to, to grapple fully with the fact that my dog, had died and that he wouldn't be there when I went home and so um, I was lucky enough to have some amazing friends who invited me to their Thanksgiving and I had the most fun ever it was me and some of my favorite like people in the world Daisy Simmons Riley Simmons Sophia Perez and Adelaide Adelaide and her family had invited us all to their Thanksgiving and holy shit I just had a newfound appreciation for all these friendships that I've been growing um, over the past couple of years, and felt so grateful that, you know, I had friends that brought me into their family for Thanksgiving, and and uh, it was just the best quality girl time, and I think I really needed it, and it really set me back on, like, a good mindset and a good track for the rest of college and stuff, because I was in the final stretch of my first semester, and, yeah, it was... It was just very healing, very rejuvenating. We did a podcast um, about female friendships during that time altogether together. And yeah, it just brought me a newfound appreciation for the strong women in my life I'm like fuck yeah I got some bad bitches in my life and I love them and we just were uh, I feel like I also reconnected with another side of myself there's so many different like sides to yourself and like aspects of you and some people bring those out and being around those girls I genuinely felt the most myself ever and I love it so you know the qualities they have it's like what I want to continue to look for in, in future friendships as well so it was just like a great reminder the month of November was fun as fuck it was a great way to like end that that whole month off and then it was the final stretch of my first semester of college. And we finished this year off very strong with the month of December. I was still surfing in December, which was crazy. I was surfing with my friend from Sweden, Astrid, and that was crazy. The friendship I had with her was so amazing. And um, right before she left to go back to Sweden, we did a fun little road trip to LA and saw this huge Christmas parade um, on the Venice Beach Canal, which was so fucking fun. And um, me and all my friends at school had a whole like secret Santa, White elephant like Christmas whole thing, and I went and saw a bunch of concerts in the month of December, just like ending off my final semester. I was like, let's hit as many local San Diego bands as possible. And oh my gosh, I'm just thinking back on all the memories I had from my first semester and how fucking fun they were. Like I went to see this little band called Island Miss Band. It's like this really cute group of old people who have this band. Um elderly people. Older, elder, I don't know, they're so cute, I love them. They've told us to call them like auntie and uncle and i like convinced all my friends to go to balboa park with me i love convincing people to do shit it's definitely a hobby of mine just being like come on get in the car let's go um i feel <laughs> like it's just a, I don't know i love it I just love it. But yeah, we we ended December off very strong. And I was just having a bunch of wine nights. I just kept getting a wine drink at these concerts, which I love. It was so much fun. Um, I got to see my friend Rosie from Hawaii, which was amazing. Because it was so nice. She's so inspiring to me. She's just such a badass woman. And she's, you know, graduated college, moved to San Diego. And, like, seeing her just, like, lit this little fire underneath me, I was like, yes, fuck yes. Like, this is what I want to be like in, like, five years or so, you know? And, um, yeah, I don't know. Fuck it. I loved December. So many good memories. Did my finals. Wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Um, I actually did my finals like in LA because they were all online and... Um, oh, I also spontaneously stayed after that road trip with Astrid. I totally forgot about that. I, like, stayed, took a train home, missed the train, got on a bus, like, got on a whole adventure, like, whole thing. Just so much fun. But, yeah, finals week was definitely a little bit unconventional, a little bit crazy. Um, I was, like, running around seeing a bunch of my friends and then in my free time taking finals on my computer. Um, and, yeah, it was just, I did it. And then I was like, oh, I finished. I finished my first my first semester of college. Holy shit. This is awesome. Um, and then I went home and I was so fucking excited to go home. As much as I loved San Diego, loved the first semester, I was ready to see my family. I was ready to see my friends back home. I couldn't motherfucking wait. And uh, seeing my family again, so amazing. Seeing my sister after her first semester of college and we got to like compare notes and talk about it. And I love going through this experience with her. You know, we're like, you know, together but apart. And I don't know, it was just perfect. We're both experiencing, you know, shit at the same time, but just on the other side of the country and I fucking love it, and the first night I got back home was so much fun, um, Layla, my sister's friend, was already over when I came home, we had, like, a big family dinner, um, Michael and Bodie came knocking on my door, they joined family dinner, um, and then we, Kelly came over, we surprised her, these are all, like, some of my friends from home, they've been on the podcast, maybe you know them, maybe you don't, I, like, just reference my friends to you guys as if you guys know exactly what I'm talking about, but most of them have been on the podcast, so, Go and look for their episodes. Um, and then we we scooped up Daisy. She had just flown in. It was, like, right when I flew in, I got to see Bodie, Michael, Daisy, Kelly. And all of us being back together, we all, like, had dinner at my house. And then we went out into Georgetown, into D.C., went on a whole adventure, went on a rooftop, told stories, stuck onto an ice skating rink. You know, like, just ran around and got insomnia cookies and shit and just did, like, classic shenanigans of being back home for the first night and all of us like swung on a swing and explored and like just enjoyed each other's company and the whole night we were just running around and like running up to each other and giving each other hugs and being like how is your you know time wherever you were because everyone's off in new places now um but yeah a few of us took gap years but we're all finally in college which is crazy and um yeah the entirety of the break was really nice i got to see a lot of you know, good old friends, and it's just very comforting. Like, I think being home, like I said, I was a little bit nervous about coming home and my dog not being there, but, you know, people really make a place, and I feel like there is a loud engine behind me. God damn it. What I was trying to say is that the people make the place, and I have some very, very good people in my life, and i just feel lucky that's all i'm just one lucky duck and i had a great great winter break um i went to new york with my family i got to see all of my cousins and everything for christmas um i got a new little camera so expect some that was all i wanted i was like i just want to create some new stuff some new videos some new video diaries i want to capture this little life for living so I'm excited as fuck about that. I got some really good quality time with my grandparents. I love my grandparents. I got to pet some llamas with them. I don't even, just so many things. <laughs> um, yeah, I went to Philly in New York with my family and I came back for New Year's and spent it with some of my favorite people in the world and yeah we danced the night away and here we are into 2023 and the ball dropped and I kissed all my friends and it was awesome and, <laughs> and I cannot believe we are in 2023 that is insane life moves at a crazy pace sometimes but 2022, I had a good feeling about you, and you lived up to the motherfucking hype, and 2023, you have a big challenge ahead of you, but it's already started off so good, but I'll talk about that at a later date, because I got some shit to say about 2023, but just know that I'm excited as fuck, we're gonna try to make this year as good as possible, better than 2022 is the goal, like I said, each year just gets better and better and better as we go, as we get to know ourselves more, And we just enjoy life more as we go. So thank you 2022 for every experience and every single thing that I learned this year. We learned a shit ton. We grew a lot. And I think doing stuff like this really helps me reflect and look back and realize just how much we learned and just how much we grew. So thank you. If you listen to this whole thing, damn, you're a fucking rock star. Thanks Thanks for coming along on the ride with me of everything I learned in 2022. I love you. Goodbye.